Welcome to this episode of Patient Perspectives in HIV Prevention, a CE podcast series. If you are seeking continuing education credit, please review the disclosures and the requirements for successful completion of the activity prior to listening to the podcast. A link is found in the show notes that can direct you to this information. After listening to the podcast, please go to practice.cme.com to complete the post-test and evaluation to receive continuing education credit. Joining us in this episode is Dr. Letitia Ilopre and her patient, a cisgender woman who recently began PrEP for HIV prevention. Thank you for your attention. The podcast will now begin. Hello, my name is Letitia E. Lopre, and I'm an assistant professor at University of Alabama at Birmingham in the Division of Infectious Diseases. And I have the privilege of being an HIV care provider as well as a PrEP provider. And I'm really um, grateful and happy that we're able to talk with one of our patients here today um, who is a cisgender female, which is something I think nationally we are working towards, raising awareness of PrEP, specifically tailored for women. And so I'm just so grateful that she's here. And I'm going to let her kind of share her story as to what brought her into PrEP care. Thank you. Um, so I have not been on PrEP for very long. Um, my partner was recently diagnosed with HIV in a very strange um just kind of weird scenario was not the outcome of a personal choice. Um, and so we kind of found ourselves thrown into this world that we essentially knew nothing about. Um, we had a little bit of knowledge, but not a lot. So I think, like Dr. Olopre said, being a cisgender female, I had an extra learning curve. And just to be able to share what we've learned and what I've learned for others, especially those providing care. Um, hopefully can be beneficial. That's fantastic. I, I really am so happy that you're here and you're willing to kind of share your journey. Um, I wanted to start with, you know, before all of this happened, what did HIV mean to you? Before we were where we are, it for me was something that was really far off. It was not in our world. It was not something I really gave much thought to. Um, you know, even growing up in my early 20s, when you think of, you know, choices you make in different activities and the protection you, you choose, you think, oh, you know, pregnancy, STI, and HIV was like in its own category. And I was like, oh, yeah, that'll never happen. Like, I'd never have to worry about that. That's just not even on the table. Um, so it was very much just kind of like far away land, if you will. Yeah. Um, so it was different. <laughs> so you really never saw yourself as someone who could ever be diagnosed with HIV? No, like not in a million years. Did you ever think when you were entering in relationships, like what can I do to make sure I don't get HIV? Were there things that you tried to practice or was it more so focusing on your reproductive health and STIs? I, yeah, I would say, say the latter of reproductive health and STIs and for the most part, you know, HIV does fall into that second category, but again, I didn't think of it as part of that. Yeah. It was just different and not something that was going to be a worry for me ever. So with everything that happened and, and now do you feel like you're entering into prep care, 
what really made you feel like prep might be for you? For me, once kind of as we, my partner and I navigated what is now a lifelong thing and the dust settled, it was a no-brainer. Um, you know, even when he is undetectable and his viral load is, you know, not there, it's still like, well, why not? It's like an extra insurance almost. Yeah. Um, just to be like, it's, when you think about it logistically, it's one pill a day. That's it. <laughs> like we all already take at least one pill a day, probably. Um, so it just fell into that, that routine of mine. Um, and again, it just made sense. It didn't make sense not to. Uh, did you know about prep before you entered into this? Honestly, I really didn't. Um, I guess I naively thought it was like, we're going to do condoms for the rest of our life, which would be challenging to grow a family one day. Um, and prep was something that was discussed with us from like ground zero day one. Mm -hmm. And that was definitely a relief in some ways. All of it was very emotional and overwhelming. But to know when you stopped to think that that was there, it was like, all right, here's kind of one thing checked off that we don't have to spiral in our thoughts about. Yeah. How, do you, how did you feel about prep when you learned about it? Um, when I learned about it, it really, like I said, felt like a no-brainer. Um, you know, and my partner as well, he was like, whatever we can do together, that will also protect you in our situation um, was kind of the goal. Had you ever met or known anybody before then that was taking PrEP? I did not. No, I did not. Or at least to my knowledge. <laughs> I think it's the most people's knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> so from the time that you learned about PrEP and you're like, wow, this is a no-brainer mm -hmm. to when you first took your pill, what was kind of your thought process? For me, it was for us, it was a quick turnaround. And it was kind of like, let's just do it. Let's just go. Um, like I said, it was one of those things after I'd had my, you know, initial appointment and tests and all that, and those were all given time to result fully. It was like, okay, when can I start? Yeah. Like, when can I, when can I come in? When can we get this going and just call it taken care of? So now that you're on prep, how do you feel about it? I don't even think about it that much anymore. Um, which for me is good. Obviously that was a transition. Um, but like I said, I just take it at the same time. I take whatever else I need for the day. Um, and it just kind of falls into that routine. And the only difference is a little bit bigger than some of my other pills. <laughs> but other than that, it just is part of it now. And by taking prep, I'm able to not have to focus so much on pre prevention yeah. for lack of a better way to say that because that's what it is it is the protection it is the prevention in my scenario um so it it's easy now <laughs> so when you started prep care were there any questions that you had in regards to being on prep and family planning i again education all the time was just under the impression that when we were trying to start a family that I would need to come off of prep 
was just kind of what I assumed. I was like, gosh, you can't even take ibuprofen when you're pregnant. Surely I probably can't <laughs> take this. And it was actually not the case. Um, so that was an education point that I learned at my last appointment is that it is safe for pregnancy. You can keep taking it. Um, of course, with in conjunction with him taking his things too, because there's, I think if I understand and remember correctly, a little bit less research, research on efficacy during pregnancy or in that period after. So just to have those other methods of prevention and safety, but that did come up in my last appointment. Cause I was like, let's just, not that we're doing this right now, but let me just put that part at ease. Cause mm-hmm. you know, it's a conversation. So. No, you're yeah. spot on. That's exactly right. You can definitely take prep while you're pregnant and having your partner being virally suppressed mm-hmm. is also 100% protective. So now that you're in prep care, taking the pill, coming to your appointments, like how, how has that been? Have you had any roadblocks or issues? No, thankfully not. Um, you know, I'm able to make it to the appointment quite easily. I, you know, we don't live far, we don't work far. Um, and we actually have all of our prescriptions on a mail order. So they just call and say, hey, you ready? And you're like, yep, it comes in the mail. Um, pretty much anything to do to make it easier. So with the healthcare team that we have here at 1917 Clinic, how has it been interacting with our healthcare team? Have you felt um, like you're secure here or has there been any hiccups or fears that you've had coming to the clinic? Absolutely. Everyone has been amazing here. Um, we kind of had a roller coaster to getting to my partner's initial diagnosis, kind of confirmed, um, but that happened here. And we were able to meet with people together and separately and then come back together. And I can say from day one that that was the most impressive part and the most soothing part, I think, was that everyone here is just so well-versed. And, you know, while outside of here, there is still a stigma that we're all trying to break around HIV and PrEP and things like that. In here, like, we felt normal. I'm so happy to hear that. So I think one of the barriers that people have talked about with PrEP is they think that there's going to be all these side effects. Like, that's a huge concern. I mean, have you had any issues? I can say that the only side effect I had was for probably the first two weeks, I would get some headaches. And I took my presents before I went to bed, and it was fine. I mean, I was, like, prepared for all the GI upset, prepared for all those things. And I was like, okay, this headache's kind of gnarly, but... We can we can handle this, and that was it. That's been it the entire time. And so, do you feel like your thought process around prep has changed over time since you started it to now? Um, I think kind of my thoughts just on everything overall has changed. You know, and and that's kind of the goal, right? More education and understand it better, and your entire thought process will change. Like I said, I didn't really know this was even a thing, and now it's a staple in our life, in my life, at least for the time being, the foreseeable future, that just definitely gives peace of mind, for sure. Is there anything that you wish you could tell other women in regards to their sexual health and in regards to PrEP? That there's no shame. Um, it's 
definitely is like kind of a gut punch at first. And both my partner and I, at the beginning, we were like, this is not like where we were supposed to end up. This is not where we were supposed to be. Um, you know, we've been together for almost six years, but we're newlyweds and we're like, what is happening? And like I said, it was a freak thing. And those things happen and things happen that, like I said, aren't necessarily an outcome of a choice that was made. Um, so there is no shame in protecting yourself or your partner or just, I think that would be the biggest barrier for me if I were not in the situation I'm in, would be feeling ashamed that I even had to think about needing this protection or prevention. Um, but it's not there. It's really not. I think that what you're saying is something that, you know, other people have voiced the stigma and shame um, with PrEP and with HIV and HIV prevention, having mm -hmm. these types of conversations. Um, with your care and coming to this clinic, are there others in your social support system that know about it or is it something that's within your relationship? Um, for the most part, within um, our relationship, there are a few um, close family members that know, and then both of us actually go to different counselors, and of course, they know. Um, and that has actually, for me, been a very big help, um, you know, because it's some of my partner's immediate family that is who knows our situation. Um, and at this time, we've just chosen to keep it like that. So I've had a little less of a venting system. <laughs> yeah. um, so being already in counseling just for, you know, life in general before this, for me, was huge. Um, and I'm very grateful I was already established there, you know, when we went through this um, change in our in our lives, pretty much. Do you feel like, from the clinic standpoint, how's our team doing in regards to helping and supporting you in adherence and making sure that you're not having any barriers or roadblocks to taking progress? Every time I come in, everyone kind of makes sure that there have been no problems getting it. Um, you know, making sure the insurance is covered right and this and that and just kind of those logistical things. And I feel like in the clinic, most people for prep and treatment, um, part of the clinic's job is to make our life a little bit easier in kind of those things where you might fight with insurance or something like that. They're going to help you do it, you know, and kind of those things that like kind of are little but the most like tedious and the most annoying um, to help and make sure that those aren't problems because I could see that being a reason why someone's just like, you know what, forget it. Like this is just too much um, because those things take up time and energy from your day. And it's something that they help to make sure doesn't happen. Well, I think, you know, from my standpoint, You've hit a lot of the things that I think are barriers for a lot of women in regards to not being aware about PrEP, the shame and stigma related to PrEP and HIV, not having support systems when it comes to getting into this type of care. And I'm happy that your experience in the clinic has been a supportive one. Very. Well, I can say for sure that this has been a wonderful time to get to talk to you. And I really appreciate you sharing your story, entering into PrEP care. And I think sharing lessons that all providers need to know in regards to the sexual health in general and having PrEP be a part of that. So of I think that's, that's it. That's all I have. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Patient Perspectives in HIV Prevention. Please go to the activity page on practicepointcme.com to complete the post-test and evaluation to receive continuing education credit.